This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. So we're holding here in the Agadita, uh, quite towards the end. The um, So it, it, it's it's speaking here about the Klolos, that are how that in the base of Migdash and so on. So it says, um, we we I think we were in the middle of Enlachayim that the Klol is not bigger. We spoke about the Shomer and the uh Neufes Tzufim. Um, and then we have Bachakach Posquan Shemaisa. So let's just so it's on in the page of the morale, it's a mud pay test. And the right-hand column, the second paragraph. So it's spoken about the two inyanim that the three inyanim that are missing. There's Shamir, and there is Neifes Tzuf, and Anshe Maisa. So the um, the the difference, um, he, he said, it's three different midas, and the um, uh, one mida is that is is very strong. That's midas Adin. One meter is very soft, very sweet. That's means a chesed. And then there's Anshe Maisa or Anshe Amona. Um Vachagma Poska Anshe Maisa is after Anshe Amona. The Dovza Inishlishi, Kashnaim is Shem at Varm Shem La Odom. Avlo Poska Anshe Amona, Shini Ba Odom Atzmoi. Obaze Hoya Kolo Ulumikabo Hisarin. Ima Shanichu Bel Shemanu Vim Ba Odom Atzmoi. So um, so we spoke about the difference between about the the Az and the Neufes Sufim. I wanted to focus a little bit, speak a little bit more about the Anshe Amana part. So um, the third one is Anshe Amana, which again seems to be coming from left field. Anshe Amana is a wonderful thing, but what, what does that have to do with this? Anshe Amana means trustworthy people people of emuna or imun, either trustworthiness of faith or trust and so on. So I'd, I'd like to explain this point with the Rambam. What the, what the morale is alluding to when he speaks about the different, the two extreme middles is the Rambam. And the idea is, the Rambam talks about it. He, it's, 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 everyone has the same idea that the, the, the all middles in the world have extremes. Any extreme is not good, and it leads to it. It is self-destructs. And what happened in the in the um, in the wake of the aftermath of the base of is that the midas lost their strength, their impact, and so on. The people in the middle is called Anshiyamana. So let's go back to the Rambam. The Rambam when he speaks about how Midos ought to be constructed. The Rambam speaks about um, every Mida having two extremes, and the midpoint is the Mida, um, uh, is in, and the midpoint is the, right, is the right one. And he associates many Chazal about Somer Chosov, a person needs to evaluate um, the, the different um, Midos that they should be correct, um, and that's the Derech Emes, and so on. So if we're to ask ourselves, 
what is that midpoint? So it's associated with Yaakov Avinu, whose mida is das, but das means it weighs different parts. But what kind? What what is what does that mida accomplish? What what is it part of? And the answer is, it is you weigh things in mind with a third model, with something else as a model of which the different midas are um, elements. So, for instance, when a person is making cooking something, so he he wants he has a certain. Um, he has a certain idea in mind of what he wants. He wants a, a stew of some sort that has a certain taste and a certain texture and, and, and so on, a certain flavor. Now, he adds and takes away depending on how he thinks it will affect the eventual flavor. So this is a little too much sugar. This is I need to balance it with with something sour. This is a little too watery. I need to make it a little more solid. Those the, the, he he's using all of the ingredients of the stew and modeling it in 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 line with something else. So the modeling of it to reflect something else. That one of the ways to describe that mida is emuna or imun. It is faithful to the original. So when a person is is making a statue that he wants to look like the original, so so the person is actually modeling it and making sure it is like the original. When he chisels another a, a little bit out here, when 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 he when he leaves this part alone, when he does this, that, the other thing, what he's doing is he's using the elements in line with the model that he has in his in his head. So the mitzvah of v'halachta bedrachav is the way the Rambam, it, 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 the the entire chiyuv of mel, molding one's midos in the way the Rambam describes. Falls under the rubric of Vahalachta Bidrachov, which means to imitate a Baruchu. So a Baruchu is the model, so to speak. The person is the one who is keeping um what the, what he's working on to in line with what he's trying to model. So a Baruchu is the original. And we use our different medias to bring about a certain conduct that is similar to Akash Baruch Hu, reflects Akash Baruch Hu. That's Valach to Bedrachov. Rav Hutner has a mimer action on Sukkis. Sukkis is the meat of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu's meat is Das. And he says that the meat of Yaakov is. Um, he said a person's doggish a a person can be working on chesed because chesed is on Hagav HaKadosh Baruch Hu a person can be working on gvura because that's on Hagav HaKadosh Baruch Hu and so on but Yaakov's Avinu Madrega is 
to model. It's it's the entire picture. It's not any one part of it. It's it's that the that the picture look like the original. That itself is Yaakov's meter. It's not a particular meter, but it's something that says that the entirety of the person should in the end look reflect something of Akadish Baruch Hu as a whole. And that's what he describes it. So so that meter the word emuna means faithful to something. The, we are faithful to the original. Emuna, emuna is a chibur of one item to another. When somebody is faithful to something, it means that he keeps two items aligned. And my actions are going to be aligned with the actions of the, of the with the expectations of the one who sent me. That's the, so somebody carries out his duties faithfully means that I take what I'm doing and I model it after after the person who's instructing me. I I want to keep it as as true to 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 source as possible. So the the midah of emuna in the big picture, anshe amana vadu, the anshe amana are people that are faithful to the original, which means that they're always looking at the big picture and seeing whether or not is it being shaped like the original. So once the once the ingredients, the the the, the shamir became extinct and the 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 the, the, the soup became extinct. So now the person, a, a painter who doesn't have um, colors, is not going to produce much. There's no point in being a painter if you don't have any of the paints. So so what happens is when you don't have the tools necessary to to do what you're supposed to do, then the Anshemana also um are gone. So that's why it's called um Anshe Emana. I, I want to add one more point um that is uh relevant to Amana because I think it's something that is um it's a um, it, it, it gives a whole new understanding in the word emuna. Um, the word emuna, when we translate it into English, into colloquial English, um, believing, faith, etc., we take it to mean that uh, you know it's something that hasn't been proven to me, but the avoda is to either prove it or the avoda is to believe in it, even if it's not proven. Both of them are not terribly satisfactory. Both of them also don't see emuna as an avoda. It's either or. I guess they may be bringing proofs of some sort, might be an, an avoda. Uh, you know, but, but it's really hard to, to put a finger on what is the avoda of emuna. But the avoda of emuna is to, to the hair akarish baruchu in our world. The, the, the avoda of um, midos, Hilchas Deos in Rambam, is to shape our lives and world to be similar to Akadish Baruch Hu. The emuna is to find Akadish Baruch Hu in this world. So it's not the point of looking around and taking notice of what what's around us is not so much so that we add more proof to our um, beliefs, 
It's that we find a Kashvaku in the world. It's the way in which we make the two worlds be similar. By, by finding a Kashvaku in this world, whether it's a very, very basic level of nature, science, whether it's, it's at the level of history, um, in terms of Hashkacha, whether it's on a level of Hashkacha Pratis, whether it's on the level of anything. It, the, the point, it, what Amuna does is, it brings an idea that's there and threads it into our world. So, so the, the avoda of Amuna and Amana is similar, except in different directions. Amuna is to find, to discover Kajpah in this world, whereas the avoda of Anshe Amana, in, in terms of the, the Rambam's of Deus, in terms of Alachter Rochav, is to shape our world to more sharply resemble a Baruch Hu, which means to shape Maisa Adam that they're in line with with a Baruch Hu. Okay, um, the the um, then he says So we're holding the middle the middle paragraph over there. That's pretty much where we left off last time, I think. Um, the, the, um, now, the first thing he's pointing out, the morale is sort of bothered by a question. I mean, the world existed a few thousand years without a Besamikdash. And we don't find that there was anything really missing in the world. There wasn't any terrible things going on. People actually seem to live quite long and so on. So what's the difference? So, so he explains the difference between before there was a base Hamigdash, there was um, the world did not have a base Hamigdash in it. And therefore, one did not feel its loss. Masha'in came. Once there was a base Hamigdash and that became part of the world, then it's it's missing. Uh, I'll, let's take a simple example. Um, people uh, don't get married until they're 18, 20, 30, depending on which, uh, which culture you're from. And nobody, you know, you, you don't walk around looking at someone who's single as being particularly unfortunate. Yes, you know, there's a crisis, more people get married. But but it's a certain dagger of, if it would be good if you get married. Rahman is not somebody who was married and lost a spouse, is a person who suffers greatly. And one asks themselves, I don't understand. Life was good for 20 years, and it was okay. Okay, plus without spouse, he got married, so now it's like like it was before. And the answer is no, it's not. Um, it, once a person's mitzias had incorporated the mitzias of a spouse, then a person is a chaser. The, we have a name for it, alman almana. The, the person is a chaser from it because this had become his mitzias. I think I was told over, there was a, uh, there was a, um, I once saw a letter from the Babich Rebbe to, uh, there was a Bacha who, Chabad had been Mekarev, the Bacha had been Mekarev, 
and the boy became Chabadnik. And um, it, it included a beard, you know, the whole the whole nine yards. And the um, and the parents, uh, irate parents, sent a letter to the Rebbe, and and his he basically said, okay, I don't mind his from, but why does he have to have a beard for? And and he writes there are plenty of from people, good people who don't have beards. So what's the problem? So I wrote back. I thought it was extremely insightful. He said, a person sometimes builds a house with only one floor, and that stands well and strong, no problems. You can add a second floor to that floor, and that's fine. But when you have a house with two floors and you demolish the top floor, many times you you make cracks in the bottom floor. Because a second floor is not just an addition. It's it's a whole different house. And and you and you're breaking the integrity of the house by taking up the second one. He said somebody who's from Lakatchilo without a beard, it's fine. He can be from and it's not a problem. But somebody who's from Kite and included a beard in it, shaving it off would 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 crack a lot more. It's very insightful, I thought. Um here also the the, the person becomes an Adam Sholem with a spouse. And it's a different mitzvah, and that's why when a person um, loses a spouse, it it it's it's devastating. Um, there's statistically a lot of times I, there's a it, it, there's an inordinate amount of um, it, it's sort of uh, linkage between death of spouses. They, they 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 tend to go together, and you know it's it's attributed to the fact that that it, it, you know it sort of psychologically takes something out of a person. I was once, uh, I, and I don't know if, maybe Asher, you would remember, you remember Metzian Brook on Anshmoa Navi? Yes, sir. So there was, Anshmoa Navi said there's an Avadik yeshiva, and um, when I came to Yisrael, the, the, the yeshiva was Rabbi Metzian Brook. He was extraordinary tzaddik, real tzaddik, real tzaddik, and a, a, a extraordinary person. People would go to El for schmooze and things like that. He didn't have much of a yeshiva. He had but he as a person was, was a real tzaddik. And they were old already, and his rabbis was nifta sometime before he was. And, and two of my acquaintances went to visit him. I don't know if they went to speak to him about something else. I, I don't know. What if they went to talk to him? And he remarked to them at some point. He said, I want to tell you something. Chazal say, that the loss of, of a woman is to the husband. The husband feels it most keenly, most strongly anyone else. He said, who are Chazal's telling it to? Me? I know it. I, I don't need the Chazal to tell it to me. They're telling you that you should know how I feel and be sensitive. And it, coming from him was like, it, it was like that person you thought that doesn't, Feel any problems and has no and no service and he's just above it all and and it was such a poignant statement. I, I was I was really kind of uh, okay. I'll upon it. So he says. So when we had a base amigdash before the base amigdash, there was a certain hug in the world and that was the world and that was uh, fine. But once you had a base amigdash, when it's torn out, it's a chisarin. We do a ke'olam azemikushem esterim olam elyon mekamene bracha. The main point, like we don't think we explained last time, is the, the connection, the bridging between all of us to our world. 
וכאשר קיבו אלו מזה השתנוס, טוב, אז זה גויים שינוי, גם כאילו הסדר שיש להם מזה, סדר כאילו יוינים. So this disrupted the type of cash we have at Al-Yoynim. בכל יוים, כלוסים רוב מחשבי why is every day worse than the other one? So okay, so the chisorin of the Beis HaMikdash is a chisorin X. So, so why is it um, cumulative? Why is it exponential? Why does it keep getting worse each day? So he says the following. Um, so it's it's like a person becomes sick with some some organ, some important organ of his is not functioning. So the first effect is that organ. So uh, let's say a person's feet hurt and they're not well, so he can't walk around. So the first thing to go wrong is his, he can't walk around. So, any, so anything that needs mobility is affected. But a person's systems are interconnected. And if a person's not walking around when it's normal to walk around, other things begin to give. And, and, it, be, and, it, and it creates a, a chain effect, a, a, a ripple effect, because um, it's one entity. And when one thing is not in place, everything begins to fall apart. That that and you see it is true about today. We're learning about ecology. That the world is an interdependent place, and when you have something going wrong in one part of the system, it inevitably affects the entire system. Anything that's a close together. So the kolosim rubechavata is the, the normal the normal mahalach of the world, and meant to be um, with a base amigdash. Once it's there. It means there's a shefa bracha that comes down and does what it does. As things begin to, as when you take that away, there are things that are affected first, but then each thing that's affected begins to have a ripple effect. It's like a, it's like an economy. One industry is affected, but then everything else becomes affected, and and so on. That's so. That's why each day is worse. Because we took out something vital from the world, it has a constant domino effect on everything else. Um, um, by the way, I guess we'll, we'll mention this also. Um, it's one of the reasons why in Yom Kippur, we 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 go through viduim on every possible chet, and so okay, you know everyone has the weakness spots where they will chayte particularly where they do something wrong, but the 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 the, the fact that there's so many other things mentioned, it's so far I'm saying because in different Gilgal or whatever, but it's part of this mitariag mitzvahs are are kenegadei varm of a person. And there are many, many ways to understand it. But one of the ways to understand it is the way he, he puts it here, that there is an interdependency between all the parts of it. There is no way a person can say, I'm doing 612 um, mitzvahs, and that's it. If you're doing 612 mitzvahs, you end up doing no mitzvahs. 
And this is one of the things that happened with the conservative movement. The reform movement, L'Chathila, was trying to reorganize Yiddishkeit. The conservative movement was cherry picking. They said, you know, um, we, we love it all, but some of it just, just you know, we, we've got to, we've got to change. Got to drive the shul on Shabbos. Is that forget about the law? I'm talking the sociological aspects of it. Um, meant that it disappeared because it's a bundle. It's 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 it comes as one bundle, and it takes it may take some time, but it it, it will sure enough fall apart. And the, the mitzvahs are all avarim, and you can't take one aver out without it slowly affecting every other aver. So some avarim are vital. If you take the heart out, everything else dies instantly. But if you if you take the the, the feet out, I mean, people who lower lenu and fall and break a hip, older people, it usually is the beginning of an end. Even though the the hip itself is healable, it's not. You know, but it, it just begins a slew of problems, and that's the Teva Adam. So mitzvahs are there as miksha achas. And if a person um, if a person topples any one mitzvah, it slowly has an effect on everything else. It, it, even if the person is not outright doing other bears, but it's weakened already. There, there, there's a problem there. It, it it spreads. That's the nature of, of, of Avera. That's the Pshat Mitzvah Geras Mitzvah and Avera Geras Avera. Um, they are interconnected, even though to us they don't seem interconnected. To the primitive person, the, the you know, it, it, or the different avarim, the body's didn't seem to have any connection. They invented connections, but they couldn't find any real connections. Um, today, we have a much better idea. So, so the, the, the reason why um, we go through all the events we do, and besides the fact that, you know, everything, there's always a Bizraya and so on, but I think it's also the Pshat that because they're connected, any any Pagam in any one area, sooner or later, brings about a Pagam in everything else. The, the person is is lacking and everything else. So the 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 is shina, and therefore when the basement is charev, everything began to fall apart. The um, okay for lo yered hatal bracha ki efsha afsha bakol oila borganke bracha oila. So he says tal is a, is a, is is a special bracha, and even though one could one could have thought that. The, that the klala that comes down is a klala that it, it's like kumvaseh klala. It's like a poison that spreads, but it's not a steer to good spreading. Um, the, the, the truth is, bracha was stopped as well. It's not just, it, one could have understood the chumres amigdash as, as a disease, so to speak. The, the, the chumres amigdash is a disease, but more important, it takes away the chiyas. It's like the person is not eating anymore. We don't have bracha to come down. So I think we'll hold it here. Um, it goes into a whole new Indian over here about the bracha and the payers and so on. So Mr. Shem, um, next, I guess, when Cheshman will start again, Mr. Shem. And there was a suggestion after we finished um, Seiter, we should start the Agadet uh, after I, it, it's, we I did. Think. We did one blot about uh, thirty-four years ago. So we, we can, if you remember what we did thirty-four years ago, I'm willing to start from where we left off. Okay. 
that's a, a deal. It's 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 a deal. You just tell me what the, what we did and and uh, um, okay, good. I remember some of the stuff. Okay, I, I somebody wrote it down once. I think Penny wrote it down. Um, I don't remember. It was well, yeah, it was in Gellis's house, Mati Gellis's house, a long time ago. Now it's a beer. Well. Okay, Agmar Simatayva. And yeah, we should we should have a Shafa Brahma Mr. Shem.